When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And love all you guys, and that's the bottom line. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Because Stone Cold said so. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. We have audio of the conversation between Mayfield and the Browns. Things were going so great. It's not you. It's me. The Rich Eisen Show. He has every right to say what's up. Earlier on the show, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. Coming up, ESPN college football analyst Todd McShay. Basketball Hall of Famer Paul Pierce. Raiders defensive end Max Crosby. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. It is the first day of the NCAA tournament. Um, it is a uh, March Madness Thursday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Um, right now, uh, two games are going on. Providence is on top of South Dakota State uh, with the eight-minute mark um, of the first half of that one. Meanwhile, my alma mater taking on Colorado State. Colorado State has just been shooting the lights out from three-point. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Hunter Dickinson from uh, from Michigan has been playing like Bruce Dickinson. Like uh, he makes gold-plated records. The uh, Bruce Dickinson? Getting, yes, the, the Bruce Dickinson. No. Uh, and uh, Michigan needs a little bit more cowbell as they're down by seven at the half. Hello. So Hello. that is what's happening right now. I've got a prescription, and I need more mock drafts. And that's why I'm pleased to have right here on the Rich Eisen Show joining us uh, from the worldwide leader in sports uh, with um, uh, free agency in full bloom waiting for Deshaun Watson's decision. Todd McShay back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, sir. Feels like the Wolverines have been down since tip-off. It has been. Two, I got them winning, winning two games in the bracket. What's going on, man? What do you you got to get your guys in line. Okay, man. Uh, I'll, be, I'll get right on that. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm laser-locked focused on this interview uh, more than any other in the show because it's halftime. So... <laughs> <laughs> You know, perfectly timed, Todd. Perfectly timed. So, who do you have winning it all? What's your bracket look like? I went with Kentucky. I wanted to pick a some someone out of the uh, out of the one seats. Okay, very... my bracket's always a mess. I'm pay, I, I pay thirty seconds attention to it, and I'm back to some guard from from Virginia Tech right now. So. <laughs> that's that's your lane. That's your lane. Okay, so uh, looking at your 3.0 mock draft, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, I think based on the free agency moves made by Jacksonville, they're basically tipping their hands that they're going to go with uh, Aiden Hutchinson first overall, correct? Yeah, that, that's what it seems to be. And, and again, Cam Robinson, they franchise tag him. It's just one year. They could, if they went, with Evan Neal from Alabama or Iki Aquanu from North Carolina State, they could move parts around in their offensive line and make it work and certainly, you know, protect the investment. But it just, it kind of, to me, signals, especially with the free agency moves that they've made, you know, heavily on the, on the offensive side, it just signals that, that they, they fell in love with Aiden Hutchinson in the interview process. How could you not? They, you know, they see a player that can come in and, and provide Joey Bosa-like production and, and hopefully he's he's able to stay healthy and 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 be basically the player and not just the the player but the leader and kind of the heartbeat of the defense like he was at Michigan. So why Kyle Hamilton second? Why do you think the Lions will go in the direction of the extremely talented safety? I don't struggled with this. I mean, you're the Lions, right? You you need a quarterback, but there's no quarterback you feel comfortable drafting at number two. Right is, is my mindset on it. Unlike the other teams behind you, like the Texans and the Jets, maybe to a lesser degree, and the Giants, you know, all these teams. Really, if you look from from three to seven, those are teams that need offensive linemen, and so they're they're in position for Aquanu and, and Neal, as I mentioned. But the Lions don't have that big of a need at, at the offensive line spot. So, you know, Panay Sewell, obviously last year they brought in that offensive tackle. So, I just think Kyle Hamilton to me is one of the I would say six impact elite players in this draft. 
And I know it's at the safety position, and I know he ran. He didn't run, you know, the, in the four fours like people were hoping for. But I, he plays like a four four defensive back, and he, he's like a pterodactyl out there. And, and just from a quarterback perspective, he is such a pain in the ass to throw around because he's got the best reaction skills I think of any defensive back, back in this in this draft. You would just study him on tape, and I just constantly rewinding until my thumb gets sore to see where the ball is going out and then when when has the corner recognized and broken on the ball and he consistently is as fast as anyone in this class and then he's got that six four frame with the long arms and he, and he's a playmaker when the ball's in the air i mean just just check out the highlight reel two interceptions that he had against florida state and you get a real sense of what his true range is not not necessarily indicated by that 40 yard dash that he ran who are the other impact players that you were referring to you said that hamilton's one of six yeah, I think Aiden Hutchinson, Kyle Hamilton. I mentioned the two offensive linemen and Iquanu and Neal. Right. I think you throw in the mix. Garrett Wilson, to me, is the number one receiver in this class out of Ohio State. Then I also would have two defensive ends in Trayvon Walker from Georgia and Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, if I know what I'm getting out of, out of Thibodeau. And we, we can get to that later. But then... The other, the other player I throw in the mix, I guess it would probably be seven, that would be Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, the cornerback. Yeah, when I, 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 I saw him in person, and I saw him, and I'm like, oh, my God, what a, what a tall I mean, kid. He plays I mean, on an a, island. Right. He's 6'3". He's got, right. what, what was it, 33-inch arms, I think? Right. He's, he's nimble and quick. He didn't give up more than 13 yards in a single game, Rich, in a single game last year. I don't, you can say, well, it's not powerful. Like, I don't care. It, not a single game to give up more than 13 yards. And, and they play him on an island in press man coverage. It's not like he was playing a bunch of different coverages and zones. Like he was just, all right, you take care of that third, and, and we'll, we'll handle the rest with the other 10 guys. And so I, I just, to me, he, he's so impressive. And, and you can make an argument. If you're, if you're just dropped on this planet today and you're studying Derek Stingley's tape from 2019, his true freshman year with that exceptional team and the highly motivated, you know, Derek Stingley at the time playing for, for a national championship and the six interceptions that he had again as a true freshman. And you watch that tape and compare it to what you watched this past year, 2021 of, of sauce Gardner. I, I'm, I'm cool if you say that you like the 2019 Stingley tape better, because I, I think it's pretty close to a top up. They're both top, you know, it's pretty much even in terms of what you saw on those two tapes, and they were both exceptional. The problem is the last two years you had a Liz Frank injury with Stingley, and I I can give you seven or eight things off the top plays off the top of my head where I'm saying, what, what is he doing? You know, like taking bad angles, pursuit angles, just so he doesn't have to get in the mix, turning down tackles, not being aggressive and physical in coverage. It just it was not the same guy in 2020 and 2021 that we saw back in 2019. And that, that's why there's concern. And that's why one of the five most gifted players in this class is probably going to fall beyond seven or eight in this draft. And I've heard teams say it might be kind of closer to the middle of the first round. Todd McShay here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's unpack uh, Thibodeau a little bit. Because, you know, I'm, I'm on the air live at the Combine, sitting next to Daniel Jeremiah. And, you know, we're expecting him to work out after running his 40 because that's what he said at his podium when he spoke to the media. That's what we had heard he told teams he was going to do. And then, you know, it's now time after running his 40 and a terrific 40, um, we see him put his backpack on his shoulder. And I'm kind of, you know, I get in the ear of my producer. I'm like, what's what's up with this? And for somebody who's went into the combine with questions about his tape and his motor and things of that nature, this is this is not a very good way to place yourself out there in front of the scouts, but then the eye in the sky doesn't lie when his motor's on. So where do you stand on on this intriguing kid? Yeah, I, I think you hit on it. If Aiden Hutchinson didn't work out or Jermaine Johnson, who averaged 61 plays last year for Florida State and was playing his tail off in the fourth quarter of games that they were losing and, and he really didn't have much to play for from a team perspective – or Trayvon Walker, you know, some of these other edge guys that you see on tape down in and down out that they are giving everything that their body has to give. If one of those guys didn't work out and pulled that stunt, because it was, it was, I mean, why, why are you telling everyone, why are you going on interviews 
Why a lot of personnel people scratching their head because we expected to see Thibodeau work out, and then you just decide not to. On really the biggest, it's the biggest stage in the pre-draft process, the NFL scouting combine. And how do you pull that off in front of all the general managers and the decision makers that are deciding your fate? And then even it's little stuff, and I'm not. It's not the reason of the problem, but it's just kind of an indicators to what you see on tape. You're looking to see something different in the interviews. You're looking to see words being backed up by action. And so when you see a play here and there on tape, you say, well, you know, he came back and played. He could have opted out and this and that. And maybe you can help make excuses for it. But now he's making it easier. Like the comment he made about I'm clowny 2.0. Pick any other guy in the league, man. Pick any other, and again, it's not that big of a deal, but where's the advice coming from, and, and, and where is like the lack of understanding of the process that you're in? Like, we, the only thing we talked about with Shadevny and Clowney is he's the number one player in that draft. He's the best talent in that draft, but the, road, the motor runs hot and cold, and we're not sure what we're going to get. And that's, you know, that was why some teams were, were just not sure of him. And it's the same exact narrative that you have right now for Thibodeau. So it's been... It's been fascinating to watch. Listen, I, I pull for all of these guys. Sure. He's a good young man. He, he, he really, like, I've talked to people close to him. Like, he's a good guy. I just want him to kind of pull it all together because when you see the, the plays that stand out, you're like, my goodness, he's got a chance to be special if he just focuses on what he needs to focus on. Well, I mean, but you know the way this thing works. You know, uh, Oregon Pro Day, uh, once that thing hits, I'm trying to get the date right now, I know you wouldn't know that off the top of your head, but Oregon Pro Day, once that once they do that on, on the 1st of April, there, there'll be no uh, April Fools. I mean, I'm sure the kid, when he works out there, it's going to be, scouts will be like, holy crap, you've got yeah. a ninth on your mock draft board going to Seattle. Would he be higher if, if, if that didn't happen at the Combine? That's why I'm just trying to suss it all out, despite yeah, what you and I, I are saying. That- Let's put it this way. It didn't. It just didn't help him, and it was an opportunity to help himself. If he goes out there, what did he run a four? I don't have it in front of me. A four. He ran the four fives. You know, and it's so yeah. like if he takes that forty-yard dash that he had and goes out and and does the explosive drills and and just the, the movement on tape, you see it. Like he may not be the bendiest guy in in the in the class, or you know, going back and comparing him to elite elite pass rushers, but he has he's explosive. And, and he's sharp with his movements, and he's sudden, and, and he just he knows how to to get through things. He's got such quick feet. So to me, he would have gone out there and put on a show, and we would have been talking about, you know what, that's the player he is. He was playing at Oregon the last couple of years. He could have he had an opportunity to opt out. He didn't. Maybe the game tape was a little bit up and down, but he's dialed back in, and this is the guy that we're going to get. So it's not that he's dropping because of the you know not working out. It's just it's the concern that you have with him in, in terms of what you're going to consistently get over the long haul. I've got uh, Todd McShay here on the Rich Eisen Show. So taking a look at your mock draft for the quarterbacks, let's hit the quarterbacks a little bit here uh, while I, uh, before I send you on to your good day. Um, you've got um, Pickett 18th to the Saints, and then you've got the Falcons trading back into the first round to go grab Matt Corral at 29. Obviously Deshaun Watson's decision would yeah. potentially change all that. You got Malik Willis, 20th to the Steelers. I'm with you, man. Uh, the way I looked at the uh, Trubisky signing is Steelers are going to go get this kid from Liberty if he's still sitting there 20th overall. I mean, that's that's a fact in my mind. Yeah, and, I, and then full disclosure, I did this Trubisky. It was the day after this mock draft came out. Okay. And Trubisky signed. And I still like, – I wouldn't do it differently. I really wouldn't. If there's Now, I don't think they're going to trade up and give away other capital to in order to go get a quarterback. But if one falls in their lap, it actually would be a perfect opportunity for for um, for Willis, Malik Willis, who's coming out of two years at Liberty, strongest arm in the class. He steps into the league. He's one of the three most dynamic athletes at the quarterback position right away. But he's not there mentally yet because it's just two years starting, like I said, at Liberty after transferring from Auburn. And even his own coach said, Hugh Freeze, and, and he had nothing but you know glowing reviews of him and how great he is as a person and teammates absolutely love him and, and want to be around him and will fight with him. And then he said he's the most confident, humble athlete I've ever coached. He also said he doesn't know what he doesn't know yet. You know, he's, it's all kind of new to him at the quarterback position. So 
he's, he has developing to do, and I'd love to see him in a situation where he doesn't get thrown in right away, where he has people around him who can develop him. Because I'm telling you, Richard, if this guy gets the right situation and is coached properly and has an organization that gets behind him, kind of like Baltimore has done with Lamar Jackson, like the Bills did with Josh Allen, even what the Eagles did this past year with, with Jalen Hurts, he's got an opportunity not only to be the best quarterback in this class, but to be one of the you know, best 15 quarterbacks in the league, and that's saying a heck of a lot. So I, I love his upside, but I'm scared to death if he goes in the wrong spot whether it's you know the coaching, the the organization around him, the supporting cast being thrown in too early, there's a there's a lot of things there that are concerning. But again, his upside is is phenomenal. Last one for you. It usually takes, as you hear, the old axiom four or five years to evaluate a draft. How how do you evaluate Baker Mayfield right now, and what has happened with him with the Browns? Uh, how? <laughs> How are you sussing this out? And if the Browns do move on from him, is there someone in the draft? And then the third part of the question huh, is where would Mayfield look best, do you think? Tom yeah, I mean, say. obviously, you know, I had Sam Darnold ahead of him. I think it was that year. So, I, But I, I, I liked him. You know, I liked him a lot. And he hasn't, he hasn't played to the level. I think, I think his body type and his play style – has affected him, and it's almost you know you look at. I'm not saying he's Matt, that Matt Corral is Baker Mayfield, but it's a little bit of that like aggressive moving around. Don't have the body. You're hoping that he can hold up, but it's it's taken a toll on him. And I think some of the like high energy, you know, not rah rah, but just his his demeanor when things aren't going well. You know, grown grown men don't want to hear from you. You know, and and the, and the way you are, and, and like. Early on, I think people in the organization bought into it and, and appreciated that about him. It seemed to have kind of taken its course and, and worn, worn some individuals down inside that organization. So we'll see. But it, it, clearly, he's not going to be a Cleveland Brown from everything I'm being told huh. uh, moving forward. And, you know, who, who, who still needs a quarterback? We talked about the Colts is, is one. The Panthers is another one. New Orleans is New Orleans getting Deshaun Watson. Really seems to have come down to four teams. But I'm starting to hear more whispers and kind of you know indications that new orleans is the place that deshaun wants to go so that's the biggest domino that has to fall in all of this with the quarterbacks but certainly the, the colts is an organization that you would look at and, and the carolina panthers everyone's kind of in this holding pattern you know of, of what does deshaun do you got four organizations you throw in the browns and, and the falcons and what does Deshaun do, and then if it's not Deshaun, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Baker Mayfield then become available and it'd be a trade. So it's this has been one of the most fun, interesting, and crazy, you know, pre-free agency periods and free agency periods, and mostly because of the, the trades that we've seen and the decisions, obviously, with Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers to go back to their respective teams. Well, just throwing it out there real quick, is there somebody that would fit the Browns? I mean, if you're saying and you're hearing that it, it does seem like the writing's on the wall that Mayfield's gone no matter what, and your colleague Schefter and our friend Schefter is reporting out uh, that the Browns have already been told they're out. So, Oh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. What, what happens think? when I watch Virginia Tech guards for the afternoon? That's what happens. Yeah. That's what <laughs> um, happens. So you're asking me. Who, is that like where, with the Browns sitting there at 13? Browns? Like, could they possibly be players yeah. in this draft? Day? I mean, that's, that's around where you expect these quarterbacks to go. You know, Seattle would probably be the earliest, in my opinion, that a team would take a quarterback at number nine. The Browns would be 13. And we know the two names. It's Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. And I know the hand span thing isn't a big deal. It's not like it doesn't define a player. But if you're playing in Cleveland – and, and rain and, and, the, and winds are affecting a quarterback. And everyone says, well, he played at Pittsburgh. Yeah, but in the second half against North Carolina, he struggled in the rain. On the Wednesday practice of the Senior Bowl, he struggled mightily in the rain. And no quarterback was affected more out of the six quarterbacks there. I, just, I worry about him in that division and where you have to play. I'd much rather see him like in the NFC South, for example, uh, where you, you know, you're, you're covered for the vast majority of the season by domes and, and warm-weather stadiums. Todd McShay, look for more of my calls. You're the man. Thanks for taking this one. Appreciate it. You got it, Rich. Always fun. You got it. McShay, at McShay13 on Twitter. I follow him. You should, too. Let's take a break. So we're as remotely on time as possible for Paul Pierce, who will join us next right here live on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I got Paul Pierce here back on the Rich Eisen show. Paul Pierce, courtesy of DraftKings here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Let's get let's get into the uh, the Garnett retirement ceremony. As you mentioned just moments ago, big three back together. Uh, what was that like for you to see, Paul? No, that was awesome, man. It was just like, you know, everybody knew we had our little feud going for so long. And, and the crazy thing is we 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 always going to be a brotherhood. And, you know, for for Ray, to show up to KG's retirement was everything. You know, that I think, you know, for people who didn't know, we had a chance to talk during the, the 75th anniversary during All-Star weekend, but for the Celtic fans on the Celtic in the Boston Garden to see it up close and personal was even more special, and uh, we needed that. i got to be honest with you. The fact that he, this happened, and now, you know, you're saying that, that the 75th, you know, anniversary at the All-Star Game helped lead to it. I'm kind of surprised because the video that went viral was uh, Ray getting dapped up by LeBron and KG having none of it to the point where even LeBron might have snapped to attention over all of that. I'm sure you saw that video, right, Yeah, Paul? That, was, that was, you know, people were just reading too much in it because we was in the back laughing and joking before all of that. Huh. No, that, everybody took that out of context, I'm telling you. So, I even laughed at next day when people were talking about it. Well, how much did you have to do with uh, bringing both uh, both of these guys together, Paul? How much were you broken um, You know what? I'm friends with both of them, and I, I kind of call myself like the glue, and I just, you know, I, I had to make that happen. So when we were in the back, I was like, come on, man, this is over with. We about to take a picture. We about to chop it. We had two, because we didn't have too many good times with our families and stuff for it to come to this, you know? And, and it's, it's been blown over. As we all say, time heals. Uh, all wounds, and so you know, it's been enough time for us to just you know squash it and just like, look, man, we had too many good times that outweigh the bad times, so it's time for us to do this. So there was no groundwork laid before the All Star Game. It was just the yeah, two. We went to the All Star Game. You know, I just kind of brought Ray over toward where ticket was at, and then I was like, come on, y'all, we about to take this picture. We about to squash it. And then, you know, after the set, we took the picture uh, during the All-Star Weekend, during the 75th anniversary team, I called Ray like, look, you got to come to the KG ceremony. You know, I don't know if he was planning on doing it, but I was like, look, you got to come. I think it'll be epic. You know, I think we need to do it all right there in the garden. Let everybody know that, you know, we still the big three, Boston's big three. Yeah, but but I mean, he had to also know, because he, he, he's been on the record as saying, 
that the snubs that he's received from Kevin really cut deep and he didn't want to feel that way again. So did you then have to call Kevin and say, hey, he's coming. You know, you're cool, right? Did you have to just check one last no, check in with KG? I did not tell I did not tell Kevin that he was coming. Huh. I didn't. I wanted that to be that was gonna be the big surprise. That's quite the dice roll, Paul. Kevin I gotta be honest with you. But we made up during the All Star weekend, so you know, this was like icing on the cake once we got to the KG's retirement. So then, uh, did you, did you, so you, you, okay. So there's no, there was no exhale when you saw that Ke- Kevin was all cool with it, right? Like you, you, that's what you expected is what you're saying, Paul. Yeah. I, expect, I mean, because me and Kevin talked about it a lot. Okay. You know, that's my boy. We live down the street from each other. I was like, man, we gotta, we just gotta, it, it, it's not letting it just, and I just popped up on him. I was like, we talked about this a long time, um, for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure we're, it's not we're, something that just came up because we was in the same room together. I was like, man, look, you know, KG, as you all know, KG wrote a book. He got his own podcast. And I was like, you know what would be dope, dude, if you had Ray on it? And he was like, yeah, I would have Ray on it. You know, and it was just kind of like, you know, warming them up to it. And then, uh, you know, when we, saw, when we saw Ray, it was like, man, come on, dog. It's about that time. You know, so this is not something that just, oh, let me throw this on you, Kevin, because you, you can't just throw nothing on KG. You got to <laughs> And, and Paul, too, nobody really knew it was happening because as Rich said, it was the video that we saw of the side eye, and then you yeah. po- and then you posted the picture of the three of you on Instagram the next day, and it was just like, ah, wait a second, is everything cool now? Like, just yeah. me and all the fans were just going nuts. Yeah, I had to post that because the narrative, you know, when people look at that video, they create their own narrative of what happened, but, like, people don't know. We was in the back, he, he, and the ha-ha, and before all of that, I just think... You know, they just caught a KG just breathing hard or looking up or whatever. And he already, we hadn't already chopped it up in the back. And Ray probably haven't even spoke to LeBron the whole time until he went out there. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, we had our moment with Ray. Now Ray want to have his moment with LeBron because, as you know, he won championships with, with both of us. Paul Pierce here on the Rich Eisen Show, courtesy of DraftKings. What was it? Who did you meet on the 75th anniversary team? And you're like, oh gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. What was that moment for you, Paul? Man, that moment was like, with, oh, man. Jerry West, Kareem. Uh, oh, my God. It was just magic. It's crazy that I'm saying old Lakers, too. I mean, but I grew up a <laughs> Lakers fan. <laughs> right. I mean, it just, it had to be like so cool for the kid in you, right? I mean, that's the stuff you dream of. Uh, that's the stuff you, you dream of. You know what's so crazy? Just being back there and me looking wide eyed like a little kid in the candy store. I had to like really like catch myself like I'm I'm in here like I'm a part of this you know but I was like a fan for I was a fan for the most part but then I had to keep catching myself when we when we took the picture and I had to look to my left and you see Magic and Iverson and LeBron and you know the Jerry West and Kareem it's like wow this, this was unreal it's like you're never gonna get a room like that ever again. Paul you, know, Pe- you know what I'm saying? Of course. Like, it was just like surreal. That's amazing. Paul Pierce here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's get to a little bit at the, the matter at hand. Right now, uh, Warriors Nation, um, not terribly happy with Marcus Smart. Neither is Steve Kerr as he was diving for a loose ball yesterday, rolled into yeah. Steph's foot that apparently might keep him out all the way to the playoffs, if not maybe dangerously close into the playoffs. What did you make of all of that? Paul Pierce. You, you know, I looked at it and I was just like, that's Marcus Smart. I don't think he intentionally tried to say, oh, I'm going to dive on the ball and sprain Steph's ankle. That's how Marcus Smart plays. We all know that. He plays 100. He gives you 110. He's, he's taking charges, diving for loose balls. And I personally, I looked at it and I'm like, that's just the NBA we are in today because 10 years ago, nobody would have even said nothing about that. That's just a hard play. You know, now that we're in an era to where you can't touch nobody, you look at somebody wrong, uh, it's a technical, it's, a, it's, it's like crazy. Like, I just thought he was playing hard. It's just unfortunate that he landed on Steph's ankle. But if that was Steph diving and that was Marcus Smart, nobody would have said that. But since that's Steph, you know, one of the guys who's the face of the league and a crucial part of what the Warriors do, everybody's going to bring it up. It's going to be a hot topic. Yeah, but the, one of the guys who's upset about it is from the era of where you, you know, that you're referring to where, where guys could touch one another. I mean, in Steve Kerr, I mean, he got <laughs> he got, hit, yeah, he he got his lights punched out by Jordan. You know, I mean. Of course he's going to be upset. He lost his MVP. How would you feel? 
you know what I'm saying? You lost at this at this late in the season. How would you feel? You lost your most one of your most important pieces, and and this is the first time they had all three of them on the court. The first game, they big three played, and then Steph go down. I, I mean, yeah, as a coach, even though you come from that era, you'd be sick. Paul Pierce here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, who do you think is right now uh, looking as the favorites to make the NBA Finals right now, Paul? The NBA Finals, man, that's tough. It's tough out the West, but out of the East, man. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say – I don't want to sound biased, but the Celtics are the best. They're playing better than anybody in the, in the East right now. You know, Um you always got to say Milwaukee because they won it last year, but I got to I got to ride with my my Celtic boys. I think they've been the best team uh, over the last twenty five games. Jason Tatum has taken this game to another level. Outside of that loss they just had at home to Dallas, they've been the best team in the East, and I think they can ride this all the way to the finals. How about that? The, you don't think in the Western Conference? Mm-hmm. I, I really think it's Phoenix is to lose. You know, look how they've been playing even without Chris Paul. You know, he's gonna come back. I think Phoenix is the is the odds on favorite out west. So you don't. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I shouldn't say it this way, but I will anyway. What the hell? You don't buy Embiid and Harden going to be a no, two man game no. that'll be tough to stop. No, I don't. I don't buy it. They, I mean, no. I, I, it's hard for me to believe that you could make a mid season trade and ride a team to the finals. Uh, it's just. I think they still have a long way to go because once playoffs is different. You know, all that stuff we see in the regular season is smoke and mirrors because now when you get to the playoffs, you play it against a top-tier team every night, each round, the defense gets better, and I just don't see them throwing this trade together and making it to the finals this year. And, you know, Harden's as great as he's been, the playoffs is different. We all know that. And when in tough situations, he has to show that he can, he can overcome and be the best player, and he hasn't shown that yet. And we've seen this for too many years when when they get thick, when they come down to that game six, game seven. Somehow, I don't know why he lay an egg. I don't know why, but he does. As great as he is, and I love Hart. I mean, I think he's one of the, he's one of the top 25 players to ever play the game. But some, but in them moments, I just, I'm not sure right now. What are you doing with DraftKings? What are you doing with DraftKings, Paul? Right now, you know, I've been, I've been doing a lot of, um, Promos for DraftKings, but there, there's a couple that I just want to run by everybody. You know, on behalf of the DraftKings crew, I want to let everybody. The most important one, though, is first of all, I want everybody. This is me saying, bet responsible. Bet responsible because this is March Madness, mm-hmm. and everybody like to, you know, put in their bets. But on, a, on the most part, bet responsible. But I just want for the new users to know, you know, if they bet five dollars, they can get two hundred dollars in free bets on the college basketball uh, money line uh, in this tournament. So that's the big one I want to get out there. Okay. Uh, and at the same time, you know, I, like I like to say, bet responsible, responsible. This is March Madness. Everybody is is excited about college hoops and everything as, as I am. And, you know, I'm a Kansas guy, so mm. I'm looking for the Jayhawks, you know, to win it all. Did you know that Kansas has the longest active streak of making it to the tournament? I didn't know this fact until uh, a couple of days ago. But like I think it's like about 32 straight years they made the tournament. Uh, this is the longest active streak. So you know if you're gonna bet, bet Kansas. Well, I got Kansas coming out of the Midwest. I have Kansas coming out of the Midwest. I got I got your Jayhawks coming out of the Midwest. I just don't know if they're gonna. I, I mean, this is Coach you probably K's. Got Gonzaga winning it, don't you? I do not. I do not. I do not. I do not. I have Kentucky winning it all. Kentucky. Yeah. I just. Nah, they don't. They don't, nah, I don't Why? Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, they, 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 they fools go. <laughs> but Kansas, but Kansas isn't. Kansas isn't. Rock chop. Kansas isn't. Let me just make a note of that. Okay. Hey, Paul. Does this mean that you're pleased to be on this show? I get more Paul Pierce phone phoners into this program. If not out here in Los yeah. Angeles, you know we're we're based right by LAX. Very simple. Very easy to get. Here. Anytime, you know, you want me to even come to the studio? You know, I'm an LA guy, so I do not. Let's go. Yes, yes. Let's do that. We'll have a sh- we'll have a Shabbat show together. How does that sound? Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I'd love it. I want to do a Shabbat, man. Let's, let's do it on a Friday. We'll do it on a Friday. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna have some good. We're gonna eat good and, and talk it up. Let's do it, Paul Pierce. You're the man. Thanks Captain again for calling truth. in. Thanks for calling in. Truly appreciate it.
Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. You got it. That's Paul Pierce, everybody. Hall of Famer, 75th anniversary all-time team member. Inglewood's finest. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That was fun. That was great. How about that, man? That video that went viral of like KG cannot stand yeah. Ray Allen uh-huh. still and LeBron was like, uh-oh, I don't want to be part of whatever's in between of them. Yeah. It was all of us reading into nothing because they were all chopping it up, having a good time. And, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, Paul Pierce needs to come on more because his rating uh, was a, I think, a plus five. Oh, <laughs> in oh. Terms of oh okay. Michigan's oh, yeah, down four with the ball. Yeah. Rich, I thought you were going to change. I thought you were going to push for us to get the poker night invite at Paul's house. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I have no you. idea what you're talking about. I mean, oh, you know. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about our brackets. Let's do it. And we'll tell you who we're choosing to win it all. I just gave you. Uh, my final four. Once again, you know, our tournament uh, competition here involves my children. Oh, we love it. All three of their brackets are in. Taylor's done this morning because she was spending all this time researching. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Taylor. Wait till, hear, wait till you hear what her guard play. Dude, wait till you hear what her uh, decision making process was. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here at NBC Sports on Peacock and back here in the lead on the uh, Rich Eisen Ooh. Show. Back here um, uh, on our program terrestrially, uh, University of Michigan Wolverines have taken the lead on Colorado State at the 10-minute mark by one point. So um, it's time for March Madness, and it is mad right now. South Dakota State and Providence about to start the second half. Providence on top, 31-23. Memphis and Boise State about to tip. Um, and um, that's what's going on right here. On our program. Love it. So, shall we? Oh, oh. Michigan just went up Sorry, by Rick. four. Oh. Sorry, Rick. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Too far. I thought you were having the big so, one. So, uh, right. hey, let's, uh, it, as, as we all know, March Madness is now back. This is amazing. This is exciting. And uh, we've got brackets. And so, uh, do, is there is there music that you can play? I mean, you can't play. I the can't play theme. the CBS. I would so love play. To. So oh play. God. So play. You know, whatever basketball music you've been playing on our program. Uh, it's not whatever music you've associated with it. I Mike. love this. Okay. This is one of TJ's our buddies. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a good TJ's beat. Buddy. So it's a good beat. It's March Madness time once again. Um, Chris Brockman. You have filled out a bracket, Del Tufo and uh, TJ. You filled out a bracket. I have as well. So have my children. 
So once again, the competition is afoot. The four of us against my three kids. Woo! Just making sure that <laughs> uh, kids who are 8, 11, and 13 don't beat us. Okay. Um, there's pride it's, on the line. There's a lot on the line. It's just pride. It's just pride on the line. <laughs> So, Chris Brockman, who do you have as your final four and winning it all in your bracket? All right, so my final four is I'm going with uh, – I only have one one seed. I went with Gonzaga. They seem to be the kind of perennial here. they got one of the best players in the country, Chet Holmgren. I like Kentucky, Tennessee, all SEC, Tennessee, and Auburn. And I'm going to take Tennessee to cut the nets. What's going on? He's just – all of a sudden, he's just Mr. SEC over I mean, he's, there. Well, it just he's, means he's more, here. Rich. It just I means don't more. understand it. It means more. He's here. And uh, I don't know. I, I didn't do that on purpose. I just don't want to pick all four number ones. Got it. And uh, you know, these seems like these guys are playing really well. So. All right, TJ Jefferson, your bracket, sir. You have your final four, and who's winning it all for you? Yeah, you know, I got to be honest with you guys. I didn't really even really dive into this bracket until this morning. Dude, who so. do you have <laughs> for your and final. what's your final I, four? The reason I'm still on is because I don't remember. That's the thing. So can I get the... Oh, I mean, you took Duke, I'm sure. I did. I took Duke and Kansas in the finals. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Duke, Virginia Tech in a, in a rematch. Oh, you went with an 11 seed. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I went Kansas and Villanova and... Um, okay. You know, you know. I'm just gonna pick Duke. Maybe Coach K will have that, that right, right off into that sunset. Because I want to see if what Chris Brockman says just, come to fruition. Let me just <laughs> say <know>? this. <laughs> let me just say this. I, I will say this with the ultimate of respect. And we've had Coach K on the program, and I have nothing but respect for him. And I can't say respect enough. <laughs> if he cuts down the nets, it would be, it would be in the media amazing. world an oh, absolute. Gosh, yes. You know, sword fest. total, <laughs> complete <laughs> melt down yeah. of, you know, like we had Ray Lewis on yesterday about hoisting Lombardi and going off in the sunset and the same thing with Strahan and how Brady wants to do that. Him with the net around his neck strolling off into retirement would be something that Duke fans would never forget and never stop talking about. And the rest of all of us would just be, get out of here with that. Yeah, so I hope it happens for that reason. We would just be, get out of here with that. So, boy, that's still afoot right now. That is still in the ether. Mike Del Tufo, your final four. And who do you want? By the way, Mike is the one who's won this pool i think won, more often than not yeah i i'm because he's the one who's who's working faders he's, he's seen more college basketball than any of us oh, that's totally, he's a former voice of seton hall basketball don't forget he threatens every march madness to bring in the tapes of him calling games they're somewhere underneath the Olaf coasters that he's got <laughs> they're in, the, they're in, in his house locked up in some garage okay so i got zaga kentucky villanova and kansas in the final four Reason why I went with I I kind of what do you have winning Gonzaga, it? Uh, Gonzaga the Bulldogs. You, uh, if you're going to choose them to win, you've got to pronounce their name properly. Zaga, Zaga. Zaga. I say Zaga. I say yeah, you it, say Zaga. I say Zaga. No, but they I say Zaga. I say Zaga. They say tomato. Gonzaga. I think of just zagging. You're zigging and you're zagging. You're not. You don't zig and zog. I say coffee. It's Harry Potter Jr. right what now is just shaking my his head. So what were you? So your 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 reasoning is what? What's your reason? They looked really good. I did a lot of the, I did a lot of the Big East games, obviously, and Big Ten. Yes, they looked phenomenal. And and my other one it was Villanova looked great too. So I had them moving because they kind of came out at the end okay. and looked pretty strong with Zaga's. Zaga. There you go. Hey. Get used to it. Gonzaga. Zaga. Gonzaga. Zaga. I can't. Right. Okay. It's not Oregon. Zaga. It's Oregon. Zaga. It's not Nevada. Zaga. It's Nevada. But yeah. Okay. So I got them winning. No, it's no. It's please. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Nevada, not Nevada. Nevada. That's it, right. Nevada. My bad. Uh, okay. So uh, here's my uh, oh, here's my final four. Um, I went with uh, Gonzaga. <laughs> Arizona and Kansas. I went with three ones, and I went with Kentucky And I went Kentucky to win it all because I figured none of you Jamokes would do that, and I wanted to do something different. And I just have a feeling that for some wink and a nod by the basketball gods, that Coach K's final would be uh, tournament would be won by Kentucky. Oh, so I see what you're That's where I'm going. Payback. That's where I'm going. Now, Let's my see. children. I can't wait. This for is going to be great. How many okay. Michigan? My no, well, kids. Cooper took Michigan. Yeah, here sure. they go. 
No, no, no. no. Here he, we go. Put him oh. up. He did not take Michigan. He oh. took UCLA. Oh, Homer. Xander, as games. you know, has chosen Gonzaga many times, and he yeah. feels like this is finally oh, it. Oh, Xander, I like now Taylor. To Baylor. Go back to back. Because it rhymes with her name. (laughs) (laughs) See, I like that thinking too. I told her I'm like, 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 I I told her they won last year. She remembered that they won last year. I said it's very rare for back to back, but they rhyme with her name and her entire bracket is chalk. Entire bracket. That's not a bad way Higher to go. Higher seed in every game except for Michigan versus Colorado State. She took Colorado State and she looked at me oh. and she said, I'm sorry, Daddy. And I'm like, you oh. do what you have to do. Like, win there's one. no alliance here when it comes to brackets. Like, this is no alliance here. So she flipped to Michigan anyway, oh. anyway and then took chalk the rest of of the tournament. I think oh, that's how about what I did? <laughs> yeah, you came close to that because I can tell by the teams. Took the higher seed in every that's other great. game. Good for her. That's, that's and then and went, by the way, she's going to beat all of us. By the way, how do you think I win? Taylor and I are smart. So you guys like look at you us. You go as chalk we, too. Oh, I go chalk. So, so you have, the way. Mike Del Tufo confirming he's got the mind of an eight-year-old. Exactly. After all. There's, see, we now have learned we something. What did we learn? <laughs> we learned that. What did you say yesterday? I, I make points. Whatever. Yeah, I make points. Whatever. I made a point right there. Whatever you said yesterday. Because you guys points? were saying, you guys were talking about points. I, I said, yeah, I all make right. points. I got sad. Because right. you guys said I don't make points. All right. Uh, good luck. Let's go. I love that. I love that. What's on I, the this line This is one here? of my Nothing? favorite times of the year. Just pride. All I think. Right. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like we we're, we stopped doing Taylor the clown makeup thing because it was totally. It, it's 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 totally uh, demoralizing. And Eric Stone Tree gets pissed because we don't do the clown do makeup the right properly. And, yeah. The August, like one didn't he didn't he personally give us the the he August sent, clown he makeup? He like sent style? in the the picture right. of how to do it one year. Okay. So. Uh, let's go to, I don't see Brian's hometown. Brian, you're here on the Rich Eisen show. What's up, Brian? Hey, uh, yeah, it's Brian. I'm, I'm in North Carolina, but I'm what's, from what's Greenville, up? South Carolina. What's going on? Actually, the generalization, I'm from Malden, South Carolina, where oh, Malden. Kevin Garnett is from. Okay. Uh, welcome. Origin, you know, part of the original three that started creating these super teams, right? What's going and, on? uh, Oh, I just I just wanted to say that I agree that Brockman was right. Like uh, one, he was right with uh, that. Uh, you know, the first big three that broke LeBron to be like, I need to like do this myself uh, and you know get a Avengers style team together. So you're but two. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Brian. Keep no, going. You, sir. No. No, please keep going. Oh well, I was I was ready to move on uh, as soon as I had gotten on hold. I saw Brockman put Tennessee as the uh, champion. And I'm, I'm I'm like, thank God, somebody else because uh, you know no, nobody powered through a, a conference tourney harder than that team did. Okay, and that is my team. So well, I guess uh, you need uh, yeah. to call back Kevin more often for if, if if you keep agreeing Brian, with seriously. Brockman. Brockman will more than happy uh, to I mean, come on. <laughs> shepherd you through the uh, phone lines uh, faster than anybody else. <laughs> keep so. calling. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah, Brian, North Carolina. By the way, like I'm 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 here, man. Like uh, if anything, I, I I can relate. Like, dude, I I saw like Anthony Rizzo and and uh, a bunch of. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mookie Betts at, at the single A club single like Greenville. in Greenville, yeah. South Carolina. Like when the double A Atlanta Braves, which I grew up with, uh, moved to Mississippi, and then they moved. Uh, you know, Boston chose Greenville out of like nowhere to, you know, b- build a little mini Green Monster. There's a Green Monster. It's a beautiful stadium. I mean, check it out if you get a chance. Minor league single A ball, but it's beautiful. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Brian. Thanks for the call. There you go. How about that? Agreeing with Chris Brockman's take on the uh, Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. Maybe it's a good day. That the Celtics' big three broke LeBron. That made LeBron think, I got to get out of Cleveland and get my own dream team together. And then he did that. And never since then, he's just been on a different path of his career. You started the super team, bro. I guess that means the Celtics started the super team, really? (laughs) I don't think so. because The Celtics fans will never admit to that. (laughs) No, because they were trades. It wasn't three guys being like, hey, uh, tank on your team and come join me here. It was 
a front office move to acquire those. Is guys. that is that what LeBron told who? Who told that? Yeah, tank on your team tank. to come here. Which one? Which oh, one? LeBron was that? said, "Look, I'm leaving. Let's go. Let's go to Miami and team up with Dwayne Wade's team." LeBron didn't start his own team in Miami. He went to Dwayne Wade's team. So. And Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh joined their team too. And Bosh joined their team as well. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, technically, Bosh was the first one to sign, but right. So it was a free agency thing that LeBron started, which now everyone does. The Celtics were built by trades. Max Crosby will join us in hour number three as we keep an eye on March Madness and wait for Deshaun Watson's decision. Still here on the Rich so Eisen Rich, this show. came across my timeline just now, and I want to start a new segment called Not Your Problem Anymore. <laughs> okay. Not Your Problem Anymore, Rich. In his first at bat with the Twins, Gary Sanchez struck out. Not your problem anymore. Not I like my that one. problem anymore. Not your problem anymore. I just thought that was funny. Hey, man, Gary Sanchez, when he first came up, was yeah, as man. promising as Judge. Yep. As promising he as anybody hit. else wow. in the Yankee yes. system. Sanchez. And everybody thought, okay, as we're trying to rebuild what the Yankees had wow. in the late 90s and the early aughts, that what we're trying to rebuild it, we're going to go and get Sanchez as our Posada and Judge could be our Bernie Williams or whatever. And then, you know, end of story. And Sanchez would just strike out more often than not. And then the end of the story is that he had problems behind he the plate. how to catch. What's going on out here? I have no uh, idea. This is, this is bananas. For like two years, nobody was here. Yeah, and now people like, come back and they want to like make noise. Like, we've been working here steadily, guys. Yeah, right? yeah. By nature? It's this like a St. Patrick's Day. Welcome back to work. Like, welcome type back. This is our yeah. house. Yeah, they they on? deserted. They left. Yeah, they we left. stay. I'm gonna go we make stay. them turn the music down during TJ the break. Go, I yeah, promise you. TJ's going. Easily. Yeah, uh, it's 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 two very loud loud speakers uh, like, at a table where nobody's standing in front of. <laughs> <laughs> well, DJs do that. That's kind of like what we do. Yeah, but if you're creating atmosphere, there needs to be atmosphere to help create. Yeah, but you want that. You want it loud if there's no, no one's around. No, There's some food stand like right in my eyesight. Right, which the one door of us here. is going to be the one to tell him to turn I it down? I mean, yeah. obvi- I think that's obvious. Well, CJ, yeah, it's going to be you. <laughs> Who? You, me. You're, you're in charge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a. Guys, remember, I was always the one who'd go out the way, when we have guys working. Hey, guys, we got to. I am a professional Ooh. turn it down guy. <laughs> I have, uh, honestly. If you, I should start the part of RS Consulting. If you need someone to call somebody to, to turn, turn it down, to get off my lawn, guy, because I am an absolute magnet for ambient noise. Hotels, <laughs> rental places, <laughs> Airbnbs. I am honestly, if there's a, if there's a thing clicking somewhere in a wall, or there's a talk a, a clock too loud, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm your guy. You're in a room with a moving smoke it, detector it, with a bad moving battery. Moving into a new apartment. And the space oh, underneath right. is converted into right. a loud bar. That's right. I'm your guy. <laughs> Turn it down! <laughs> <laughs>